0: Welcome to NARAL's The Morning After. Each Thursday, our podcast brings you the latest on reproductive health care, progressive politics, and the fight to keep abortion safe and legal. NARAL's The Morning After is a production of Pro Choice Ohio. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ProChoiceOH. Enjoy
1: the show!
2: Hi, I'm Jamie. Hi I'm Randy I'm Gabe, uh, and I'm watching the debate uh, tonight. Yay. Are you guys watching? <laughs> what do you think's gonna happen?
1: Of course. <laughs> I told Jamie earlier. I was like, I'm so excited and so nervous at the same time. I hope Hillary does well. I don't know. I just I'm like so curious as to what's gonna happen and what kind of Like, Trump is going to show up, but I feel fairly confident that it'll be, like, people are like, oh, is he going to be, like, the crazy Trump like he was in the debates? Or is he going to be, like, the more somber he's trying to be, like, in the last few weeks? But I feel like it's probably going to be a mixture of both because he can't help himself. Like, of course, his uh, campaign manager and other people are probably going to be like, you need to talk policy and be more subdued. And I'm sure he'll probably do some of that stuff and will probably be at one point at least shocked by, oh, wow, okay, that was a thoughtful answer. But then also there'll be a time where like, okay, yeah, you're a dick. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think think
0: the other piece that's really starting to piss me off, and I think it's because it's a combination of sexism and just general ridiculousness in politics, is this whole idea that like if Trump doesn't like actually – you know, whip his dick out in the middle of this like
2: he's gonna win.
0: Like, that, I mean, that's basically <laughs> yes. what they've been setting this up for. He has like, a
2: very low standard. That
0: yes. yes. You know, yeah. if he just stands up there and doesn't fall over or like, you know, can make a complete ass of himself, he's gonna win. But in order for Hillary Clinton to win, she needs an A plus plus performance. I'm yeah. like, this is just. So not right on about 500 different levels. So, yeah, I'll watch the debate and I'll probably watch about 30 seconds of the analysis afterwards before I want to throttle something at my television and must turn it off because I'm just, I'm already so over that. Mm -hmm. Right. And just all the, ooh, the debate is tonight talk. Yeah. But, yeah.
2: Well, I mean that you know they're saying that it's going to be one of the most watched debates in you know in in TV presidential debate history. More than the Super Bowl, they're saying. More oh, than really? the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know they they put it <laughs> how this much were the
1: commercials? <laughs> there aren't any. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm
2: sure whoever gets the the ad right before it starts is paying uh-huh. to the nose. Uh, but you know somebody somebody put it this way. Normally, when you have presidential candidates. 80% of the country's heard of them. You know, you've got Hillary Clinton that we've known for decades mm-hmm. and Donald Trump that we've everybody known for decades. Everybody knows who they Everybody, are. Yeah. you know. To
1: some extent, you know. And
2: mm-hmm. so now you've got these people that everybody knows facing off in this debate. If I had to make a prediction, I think that Donald Trump, this is, this is my concern, is that he's going to become so belligerently rude mm-hmm. that he's going to come across as badgering Hillary... And then we're all going to be sitting here this time tomorrow. Yeah. You know, everybody in the country having the debate of, you know, was that him being strong and her being weak? Or was that him mm-hmm. being an asshole uh, and, and you know, mm-hmm. and her yeah. having to deal with yet another asshole guy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so So that's... That's my prediction.
0: Well and, I, and and that I think is where my whole my my biggest frustration and the kind of the sexism piece comes into this is that when he becomes this belligerent asshole and she reacts in the way that normal people react right, she becomes the bitch. And he's the strong leader. Yeah. You know, I, I, I see it all the time in my interactions with legislators when they start like badgering and get belligerent to me as I give testimony and I forcefully come back, I can see the looks yeah. mm-hmm. on all of their faces, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and because, you know, I don't have the oh, I'm just going to let you beat up on me personality, then, you know, I'm this, you know, raging lunatic bitch and they're the calm, rational ones and that's so not what it is. And so, you know, because Hillary does not have Bill's personality, she is much more cold and reserved because she's lived in the world that we've lived in for, you know, Mm -hmm. almost 70 years it I just, think many
1: well, I've been called cold before. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I
0: mean it's all these conversations about how society, you know, reacts to you and so because she does have that just more cold reserved personality in general mm-hmm. yeah. and then when, you know, Donald Trump t- tries to go after her like we know she they're going to and then Right. you know.
2: Well, I I think she's uh, you know, she's she's not slick willy. Um <laughs> but uh <laughs> She has lives a lives. lot of practice, and oh, yeah. as you were describing that, what I was picturing, you know, you, the combination of Hillary and, and your own experience testifying, mm-hmm. I'm I'm reminded of when Hillary had to, uh, last year, sit before a congressional committee mm-hmm. and testify, and I think this was supposed to be some combination of Benghazi and emails. I forget what exactly the actual... Ben-Ghazi. I think it was just Ben-Ghazi, But it was like yeah. 10 yeah. hours. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she sat there the entire time, you know... Never asking for a break, never uh, having any sort of an emotional reaction, just calm, cool, and collected for ten hours yeah. of you know really rude asshole testimony. Yes. You know, Connie Schultz pointed out, mm-hmm. "Hey, this is going to be the moment that people are going to look back yeah. and realize, you know, just how uh, you know serious Hillary is taking all of this. The fact that she's not letting these you know repeated insults throw mm. her off her game." Um, and so, you know, she definitely has uh, the practice and the skills to be able to, um, you know, <laughs> not fall for yeah. uh, the bullshit that that Donald Trump's going to, to be throwing. So, mm-hmm. um, we'll Even see. Even if it includes
0: yeah. threats to bring his her husband's former oh, mitre- yeah. mistress to live in the, sit <laughs> in the front row. Uh, yeah.
2: So.
1: And then, yeah, that was crazy. I'm really uh, mad that they don't want to do any fact-checking. And he was like, the moderator shouldn't fact-check me. And then today he tried to say Lester Holt is biased and he's mm-hmm. a Democrat, which is, he has no proof of that. And no. it doesn't really matter, but he's just trying to put out there that... They're biased against him. But, I, I mean, I realize you can go back... Facts
2: are biased against Donald Trump. <laughs> yes, in exactly, general. Yes, exactly.
1: So, I don't know. I, I didn't realize I can't spend the whole time, like, being, like... Because no, he lies wrong. so much. I <laughs> mean, like, this is a lie. But still, I feel like it's you have to have some kind of balance of, mm-hmm. you know... But then they made a good point... Um, because they said something about, you know, Candy Crowley was the moderator for Obama and Romney. And when they had that debate and she was like, um, they, they were saying something about Romney said something about terrorism. And um, the president was like, you know, you said that. And um, Candy was like, well, you did say that. Mm-hmm. And they were like, and now where is she? Like, basically, she's yeah. been shunned mm-hmm. because she was Told like, you did say yeah. that. You said the truth. But now apparently she can't be a moderator because she fact checked him, which is ridiculous. Mm hmm. So I don't know That really pisses me off
2: Right Yeah Uh, Well you know The Clinton campaign Put out 19 pages Of different Fact checked lies Mm -hmm. That Donald Trump Has said over the years 19
1: pages
2: Yeah Uh, That's not 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 19 lies 19 19 pages 19 (laughs) pages Um, So they've already sort of established, hey, if you hear any of these, these Mm -hmm. are the actual facts that they've um, laid the groundwork for that. So I think that's really good. Yeah, I
1: know. I feel like at the same time, though, for him, for his supporters, it doesn't matter. He, I mean, they don't care if he lies. I think for them it's not about what he's actually going to do, what he says, what he lies about. They just like his persona Mm -hmm. and the fact that here's this, you know, bombastic white guy saying everything that they want to say. And like, he's not politically correct and we like that. So it doesn't matter if he's not going to do shit for us or if he lies all the time, just keep doing what you're doing. We're going to vote for you.
2: Right. Um, okay. So, uh, that's tonight. Um, we didn't have a chance to podcast last week. Um, partly because we were doing some other stuff, including watching a, uh, hearing going on in Congress. Mm-hmm. Um, So our That's What She Said of the Week goes to Kira Johnson, who's the executive director of urge.org. She's the head of their national operation uh, and led up a uh, hearing in front of Congress, speaking Mm -hmm. of congressional hearings, Mm -hmm. um, on the Hyde Amendment. And so took on uh, Congress's objection to publicly funding abortions for low-income women. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is one of the biggest things uh, that... Um, you know, reproductive rights advocates and healthcare experts agree, yeah. you know, providing abortion access to low income women is the, you know, would be the most significant thing we could mm-hmm. do to improve uh, healthcare uh, yeah. for low income women. Uh, and so Kira Johnson uh, sat down in front of a really just nasty group I'm uh, sure. of assholes in Congress, uh, Jim Jordan, Steve King, you know, Ugh. all the usual suspects. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets it. That's what she said this week because Louis Gohmert, um, who's, you know, just a great guy, uh, <laughs> on his own, uh, made the comparison that, you know, we've heard in the state house, Ugh. um, comparing abortion to slavery. Um, and, it's so
1: fucking backwards. Right. But anyway,
2: uh, she I, had, I, she had an amazing response. Uh, she, she had a lot of, of great quotes throughout the day, but this one was the one that really stuck out. Um, she said, it's interesting that we're bringing up slavery in the space. When you own somebody's decision, uh, when you own somebody's decision-making, you own them.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, yes. That's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I fucking hate it when I hear them try to compare slavery to abortion. It's the complete opposite. It makes zero sense. Mm-hmm. In slavery, you were forced to have a baby, and right now, you're saying you're forcing women to ha- keep having these babies. Like, I don't, I don't understand the point there mm-hmm. they're making they're making the argument that we should still have slavery and we should still be enslaving these women to do what we want them to mm-hmm. do right. and to basically tell me when I can reproduce or not reproduce and treat me like cattle like I like I'm only here because I have reproductive organs and so I should be using them yeah. for what and I, I'm like why do you want low income women to keep having babies if they can't afford it and they don't want to and then you're going to be there to have to take care of like but like, I, yeah. but like in slavery, it's that baby is a
0: commodity again. Yes. Because true. we don't want you to have that baby and you to raise that baby. Yeah. We want you to have that baby so that you can give that baby to this good white Christian and fertile couple over <laughs> there. Exactly. So that they can have a baby. You know have
1: those babies won't even end up getting adopted though. Exactly. They'll
0: so, just be there. Yeah. So, you know, and and it, it really does. I mean, when you start really kind of picking apart this abortion is equal to slavery argument that they keep making. Yeah. You do. You find more and more things where slavery is exactly like the pro-life movement in so many yes, ways. <laughs> Not, it really you know, is. know, slavery is slavery and we never compare that to anything. Yeah. But like it, when you take their argument and start picking it apart, the similarities are way more on this side than on our side. And I think the other piece of... Of racist ridiculousness that we heard out of out of that hearing too was one of the other members. I don't think it was Gomer. It was someone else actually compared low-income African American women's to puppies having litters. I mean, dogs having litters of puppies.
2: Yeah, I think that was. Um It was either Trent Franks or Steve King. It was one of the two. I think it
0: was Frank. I want to say Franks, but Mm -hmm. don't fact check me on that one. Um, (laughs) But yeah. It wasn't
1: Steve King. Only white people have contributed to America. It wasn't that guy. It very
0: (laughs) easily could have been because it's right along those (laughs) same lines. But yeah. So yeah, they, it's at one point, I don't even remember how they got into it, but um, at one point they started comparing, you know, these women who need access to Medicaid funding for abortion care to mm-hmm. dogs having litters of puppies and how they shouldn't do that and blah 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 but they shouldn't do that but we're also going to take care of one with yeah. one of their healthcare decisions away from them so we're kind of forcing them to do that but you know whatever they we give
1: more access to fucking birth control then <laughs> like what the hell okay uh-huh. yeah anyway there
0: was so much i mean gear I mean, gets the that's what she said just because she was, like, the only one up there, like, getting a kind of... I mean, it really was a very similar, like, Hillary Clinton-Benghazi, except for the yes. fact that it did not last 10 hours, praise the Lord. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, she was just getting bombarded or bombarded or bombarded on this mm-hmm. issue. Because, you know, for so long, the pro-choice movement left that one aw- alone. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we can disagree on abortion, but, you know, like... And we can disagree on this, but do not the abortion should be legal and yeah it, when you really start looking at it abortion legality doesn't really matter if you can't access it and accessing it one of the big pieces is as gabe said earlier being able to afford it being yeah. able to get coverage for it so
2: right
1: yeah, yeah. Um, they don't care about poor people no no uh
2: so kira johnson she's the executive director of urge.org um if you go to our show notes we'll have a link to her complete testimony um you know, she did absolutely amazing. This is the second time where I've heard her really, uh, sort of take charge in a situation. The other time is she was one of two MCs during the, uh, big public, um, display, uh, during whole women's health oral arguments mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. the Supreme court was inside hearing, uh, that testimony, we were all outside on March 2nd, mm-hmm. um, you know, a couple thousand people all screaming and cheering, uh, and listening to, mm-hmm. you know, tons of speakers, including our own Teresa Fetter and several other folks from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, Kira Johnson was one of the two MCs for that big event. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm really impressed, um, you know, seeing yeah. her, uh, in, in these mm-hmm. sort of, high-pressure, high-profile high situations. So,
0: Well, and we'll get back to Urge in a minute when we talk about OU too because we love partnering with them and Allie and Haley and all those fabulous people here in yes. Ohio too. Mm-hmm.
2: So, um, so that was awesome. Yeah. Um, keeping on the theme of, uh, <laughs> of racial issues, um, the Black Lives Matter movement uh, continues to be critical uh, in 2016. Uh, there were three high-profile shootings uh, across the country uh, over the past week. Uh, including one in Ohio. This now makes three in Ohio where somebody was holding was essentially a BB gun. Yep. In an open uh,
1: carry state. Yes. The, most, is, of, most of these happen in open carry state.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Open right. carry state. Well, I those saw those our,
2: three happen in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: exactly. You know. North Carolina. Is it North Carolina? Yeah. or then South. That's open carry state. Um. Oklahoma, are they open carry?
0: I'm not sure, not, but he wasn't armed, so it doesn't matter.
1: Oh, true. True. (laughs) North Carolina
0: and in Oklahoma, neither one of them actually even had a toy gun. Yeah,
1: we're not sure. North Carolina is very like, right now, it's not, the police say he did, the family said not. So, right now, and if you've seen the videos, I really feel like you can't really tell for sure. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. But even besides that, like I said, mm-hmm. it's an open carry state. They weren't even looking for him.
0: No. But Why? he fit the description because a black yes. guy had done something bad. So exactly. every black guy, therefore, is bad and needs to be
1: investigated. Yes. But you saw there was a really good uh, decision that came out of Massachusetts mm-hmm. that actually said that black men have a can could reasonably flee from the police because they have a reason to be scared. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that they're guilty. That just means that the police are here. I don't want to get shot, yeah, so I'm going to run. I don't to end up dead, yeah. so I'm going to run from you now. And that's re- and they rule that that is reasonable, although on the flip side they rule that you can't wear dreadlocks. But anyway, <laughs> that's another day.
0: Well, and they also only, like, I would actually find it also very interesting that, I mean, most of these, like, active shootings and these kinds of Recently, you know, out of the car, following, you know, those kind of things are happening to black men. But there are a lot of black women, yeah, who are also getting shot or killed in police custody in various ways. Sandra Bland and, and those kinds of cases. So, like, right. yeah. it seems very interesting to me too that like it wasn't just people of color in that lawsuit. It was black exactly. men can exactly. run. Like, so what about the Latina man or the black woman or you know, do That's they true. also have the right kind of cause to right. to want to flee? I mean. Yes. What we all know inherently, yes, they do, you know, have it, but would the court rule in that same way with somebody else of a slightly different slightly different character? But That would be interesting,
1: right. yeah. Because um, I'm just like, uh, other people should join because the police don't only shoot black men, oh, no. like you're saying. They also shoot a lot of poor white people. Uh-huh. Um, but again, I just feel like we have so... Far to go because this is since the slavery started before we even had a country. And so, right, and so to, and, and it started with Not just black people but also poor white people Until, you know, they had an uprising And almost destroyed everything And mm-hmm. then they decided that we should make Poor white people a little bit higher than black people So that then they feel like they have A vested mm-hmm. interest in slavery because You know, they're poor But at yep. least I'm not black mm-hmm. And that is the same mindset That we have today And which is why nothing can change Because honestly, if we all came together against all mm-hmm. pe- the powers that be, the people that who actually own all the power and wealth that keep us in the same way that they want us to be right now, we could definitely change things, but they don't want that. And so that's why we have the continuation of these policies and this like divisiveness and saying that, you know, why do we need Black Lives Matter, like all lives matter? And, I mean, it's, it really just is ridiculous, and it makes me sad because it's like, all of those people who are who feel like it doesn't apply to them as well when it really does because they're still living in poverty, they still have bad mm-hmm. schools, they still have some of the places in Appalachia have some of the highest drug rates, murder oh, yeah. rates as, as as much as the inner cities do. So, it's just like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's very like troubling and sad to see that, but to know that it's like that, and that's why I say, kind of, people are like, "Oh, the system doesn't work the way it's supposed to." But actually, I think it's working exactly the way <laughs> they that they, in- mm-hmm. yeah, that they set it up and they intended it to work. It's working. It's continuing to work mm-hmm. that way. Well, and I mean, it also I think the
0: Oklahoma one really showed, and I think the Ohio ones to a degree, especially now with um, with um, Tyree King and being a 13 year old boy, we've had a 12 year old boy shot in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. You know. This whole idea that black kids are more adult and threatening than white kids. Yeah. Um and that black men are scarier than white men. We saw yeah, it play out in both places. Yeah, the guy and in the like, He
1: looks like a bad dude all the way from the helicopter. Yeah. I mean this like, guy's just he's, he's like, walking back. What does back. that mean? Okay, we have to yeah. ask that person. What do you mean by that? He looks like a bad person. We know well we mm. know what he means, but still it's like that's the thinking and mentality that you have, and you're the police, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to be protecting everyone. But no, you have the mentality that you see a six-foot, you know, big black man, and he's not wearing, you know, a football uniform, so he yeah. must be dangerous. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we only enjoy big black men when they're playing sports, so we can enjoy them hitting yes. each other and exactly. hitting each other. Yes.
1: Exactly. Otherwise, I mean, you would not believe, like, it, like seeing that and seeing, like, how people are – um, really mad at Colin Kaepernick for his protest and the other athletes that are protesting. Like, even myself at Georgia, just being a student there, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't a student athlete. And being there and having to deal with, you know, going, people coming to uh, tailgate and, you know, uh, I had these two older white men telling me that if I didn't move my car so they could set up a tailgate, they were going to slash my tires. My liaison telling me um, some white guy came up and called her a coon. But it's like, but you're happy that you have these black Athletes on the field winning for you—they're fine, Mm -hmm. but the black students who are just here to learn—we need to leave. Yeah, like
0: it's it's ridiculous. mm -hmm. And you see it play out too so much in college athletics, especially when college students can't get paid. Yes, and so like with Ohio State a couple years ago, like they were they needed money, so they were selling off their own memorabilia, which is also illegal. And Mm -hmm. you know, championships were lost and careers were destroyed. You know, where we're not supporting these. Players to the degree we should be supporting them because so they have to sell their memorabilia, and then you're coming around and punishing them for that is a whole other exactly. situation. But exactly. like again, like it's fine when when we just get to enjoy them and watch them play on the field. Yeah. But when they start like having- they're not
1: a full human being because I'm an athlete or because I'm are this whole because you're a wealthy. Wealthy people shouldn't protest injustice. Mm-hmm. Like you're still a human being. You still live here in this country. You still see things that are going on, and I mean. Is your money making you bulletproof? I don't yeah. think so.
0: There's actually one more, and I want to talk about this real quick. But um, there was actually a um, women's volleyball team. Have mm-hmm. you, you see that? Yeah. Um, uh-huh. So they all laid down on the court during the national anthem at a game like last week or something like that. And then this week, they when they, they got yelled at and in trouble for doing that. So this week, they all stood because they were required to. But I guess one a, a white guy... Army veteran Whatever was in the crowd I don't know if he was A family member I missed that Mm -hmm. part But um, I think he was A grandfather maybe Maybe. Of one of the players Wearing a Black Lives Matter Hmm. Mm T-shirt And he took a knee For the anthem And they all do Introductions and everything So every time Each one of the players Got introduced She went over And like shook That that guy's hand For doing So you know even when, you know. Is that
1: a public school? Yeah,
0: it was a public. I think it was a public school. I
1: yeah. We should be very concerned. Yeah. That, and it's not the only school I've heard about they're trying to make the students, you know, if they're trying to protest, make them stand. Mm-hmm. We should be very concerned that in America, at public schools, you're going to make the students stand for the national anthem. Like, hello. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, that's not the whole point. I mean, you can disagree, but they still have the right to do that. Mm-hmm. And for people to keep saying like, oh, you need to stand. And like no that's what they do in fucking North Korea like yeah. that's not the point of what we're doing here right. yeah well you
0: know according to Trump's former Mahoning County chair racism <laughs> didn't exist before Barack Obama so you know like they what are they protesting Randy I mean come on seriously racism is a yes worked.
1: if you haven't uh, been successful in the last 50 years it's your own fault mm-hmm. because you received every opportunity and racism didn't exist before Barack Obama mm-hmm. actually black people have better access to college and, and better access to schools.
2: That's what she said. Kathy Miller... Yes. Uh, is, ...was the chair of Donald Trump's campaign. Um, you, you've nailed the quote right there. She gets her walk of shame this week, um, claiming that uh, racism did not exist before President Obama came along. Um, the part of what she said, uh, you know, so the idea that racism didn't exist before Obama is, is obviously ridiculous. (laughs) Yes. Uh, The thing that I thought was absolutely hilarious that people who aren't from Ohio, you know, might not know Mm -hmm. um, is the rest of the quote. I don't think there was any racism until Obama got elected. We never had problems like this. Now with, with the people with the guns and shooting up the neighborhoods and not being responsible citizens, that's a big change, and I think that's the philosophy that Obama has perpetrated uh, on America. She's talking about how things are more violent now. She's in Mahoning County. This is the part that people not realize. <laughs> uh-huh. Mahoning, the county seat is Youngstown, Ohio, mm-hmm. <coughs> which for decades yeah, the nickname was the murder capital of the United States. Youngstown, Youngstown yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely made, you know, a lot of efforts to clean up. I know a lot of really great people from Youngstown. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But this. But is it was a, not a violence-free zone no. until Obama got elected. And yeah. it was ruled by the white mafia. I mean, mm-hmm. Youngstown was like the center point of mafia activity wow. in the state of Ohio and was known mm-hmm. as the murder capital of the United States. And she's from there saying that they didn't use to kill people until Obama came around. You live in the murder capital <laughs> of the United States. Well, not anymore, because yes. that's Chicago,
0: unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. But yes.
1: <laughs> I yeah, I don't I don't understand. And someone who probably I'm assuming she grew up in the fifties and sixties. Yeah, I mean like she's she about old, that old. Yeah. You know. And to say that where there was no racism.
2: Right and and she said she says that i'm a real estate agent yeah, that was the part that caught me too yeah. I'm like you're a real estate agent and you can't recognize racism you're looking to campaign a guy who's a real estate mogul who's been busted for yes. racist real estate exactly. practices and you
1: know she was practicing racist real estate oh, practices sure. you know she ain't never showed a black couple a house in a white neighborhood ever no. Like, no
0: She probably doesn't have black clients Oh, well, well, true yeah, I'm
1: there, I'm, there, I know, but.
2: right? Really? Randy so, <laughs> <laughs> Silly, silly Randy <laughs> wow, uh, wow, Black lady. people don't need houses Okay <laughs> So Kathy Miller Former yes. campaign chair of Mahoning County Gets the walk of shame this week <laughs> So that was just out. There was really yeah. no I mean,
0: a lot of weeks we have to think about Like, who gets the walk of shame There was no competition in that line right. this week Like,
1: like wow
2: hmm. Lady <sighs> Okay, uh, we get, we got to move on to the agenda. Although we could <laughs> we could do an hour on Kathy Miller. Uh, uh, we had a great uh, counter protest at Ohio University the other week. Yes. Uh, Randy, you led that. Um, that's that's your turf. You want to talk about it?
1: Yes. Well, Annie came down as well, and she yeah. brought the giant uterus. Mm-hmm. Um, they the creative gold people were out there, and they had like the little you know graphic pictures, and they were trying to hand out. Um, brochures. So we actually linked up with the uh, OU Med Students for Choice, the, f- I'm going to get their name wrong, FEM, well, I think is the feminist majority or feminist equality, mo- feminist equality movement is what okay. they're called. There it is. <laughs> um, and also uh, Generation Action, which is Planned Parenthood's campus group. Mm-hmm. I think I and, and Urge. Urge of course yeah. oh, Urge, Urge was terrific
2: yes they exactly
1: were they really um, they were our main partner in it um, and Haley from Urge and Allie from Urge really helped us set it up and we got petition signatures and like I said Annie came with the dancing uterus we had this like really impromptu uh, singing session with these two guys that, that was just awesome. came up um, I have a video Well, it's, I uploaded it on my Google Plus so we'll have to figure out something to do with it because it's pretty awesome yes. but anyway Anyway, so it was Annie dancing in the uterus, and they came up and started singing, down with the patriarchy, um, and he's like, and he's like, and let's talk about the wage gap, and the other guys, and that's the reason you ain't got no money, honey. I was like, I love these guys. Yeah, random yeah. OU
2: students with guitars serenading yes. with feminist exactly. It was lyrics. amazing.
1: We're out there for about four hours. Um I didn't say count about how many. it was a full four hours it was a full four <laughs> hours.
2: Uh,
1: I'm not sure how many petitions we got because I mm-hmm. took them but we got a lot of those and just gave out condoms and mm-hmm. stickers and mm-hmm. buttons and the students when we held up signs the students were really really receptive um, so it was a really awesome day.
2: It was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, something that happened there that I want to uh, call out, though. Um, we've seen this before. Created Equal sets up mm-hmm. their signs. They've set yeah. them up before in yeah. front of high schools. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're trying to provoke mm-hmm. reactions from people. Yeah, And very they've got graphic. this little gimmick that they do is they all wear GoPros strapped to their chest so that mm-hmm. they can record mm-hmm. uh, interactions with people. Yeah, and they have on some occasions called the police on people yeah. who've you know, they've provoked into yeah. a fight. Mm-hmm.
1: One of them, I said, if I was being like them, I could have called the cops. Cause one of them bumped into me. Mm-hmm. Although I don't think she did mm-hmm. on
2: purpose though, but well, I
1: could have still been a bitch about it. Mm-hmm. Some,
2: <laughs> some masked man came and I was feeding parking meters. So I didn't see it, but I've since watched the video. Some guy came yes. looked like he was holding like a mag light yeah. or, or something and started smashing up their signs. And yeah. so now knocking created, them over, not smashing them up. Whatever. Like it
0: didn't actually look like it damaged them.
2: Yeah, uh, hitting, I don't think hitting it, hitting it actually the damaged no. them. Yeah. And so we got questions from reporters afterwards, and says, "Well, do you know who this was?" No, of course we don't know who this. Was.
0: We don't so condone they said, that violence. In and any then kind they of way.
2: asked, you know, do, "Well, do you, you know, do you condone this activity?" Well, no, of course we don't condone. No you know, vandalism, whatever. This no. was. No. I feel bad
1: for them, though. <laughs>
2: after I rewatched the video, uh
1: huh. What.
2: This this masked person, you know, they had on a hoodie and a mask. Yeah,
1: I couldn't see his And days. came and
2: smashed the thing. And then stood and, like, glared at the created equal, but stood right in front of where Annie was standing with her
1: oh, uterus? uterus costume. Uh-huh.
2: This whole thing start to finish with a created equal photo op. <laughs>
1: Uh, That's Gabe's okay.
2: theory. This this is Gabe's theory. I'll show you the video. <laughs> uh-huh. They sent in a friend of theirs to, <laughs> to go smash that. the stuff up and mm-hmm. then pose Why by our people us. so that they could get some pictures. Mm-hmm. And then this guy ran off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd bet you money yeah. if the police could track this guy down. He's yeah. like you know the cousin of one yeah. of the created equal kids. <laughs> He's the roommate's boyfriend. This was a stunt that they pulled, mm-hmm. and it was a really lame yes. gimmick.
1: If you were there, uh, you know, saying that, I don't know. I don't know if I can co sign the conspiracy theory, but <laughs> we'll watch I will, the
2: video.
1: <laughs> we will watch the video, but I will say that after it happened, you're right, like the guy was hitting, and then he came up, and then one of the people from Created Equal came up, and it was so well, you weren't there, so but will you watch the video? It was so weird. When the guy was like, um, he comes up to me and the masked guy is literally just standing there before yep. he runs off. And he's in the middle of all of us pro-choice people. And then he's like, the great equal guy comes up and he's like, you do not have the right yeah. to vandalize our thing. It was just so... It was, it was
2: a lovely skit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now That's that you say that, it but was. at the
1: time I thought why aren't you more upset, and why are you saying it so sing-songy mm-hmm. like that? It was literally yeah. like, you you don't have the right. It's because
0: they like to play the victim. They're the victim at that point. They're not right. screaming and yelling at patients walking into a clinic because that's what they spend 90% of their time True. at. you aren't hear people any. People
1: walk away when they say they don't want to be sure, they'll chase them. Yes.
0: They're not doing that anymore. They're the victim in this situation. So
1: they're going to be quiet and nice because you hurt. Right, <laughs> we so,
0: were assaulted. Like the, the email yes, talks about how they were like assaulted. That. You were their sign. Our stuff. Their signs yeah. got hit. Yes. That is not assault. No, yeah.
1: none of them got touched. Yes, at all.
2: Yeah, that so, was crazy. So that though.
1: was that was a very interesting day.
2: So no, we don't condone violence. We also don't condone you know Staging. cheese ball school yeah. plays. Yes, yeah. <laughs> For, I
1: don't like. I don't. Yeah. So no.
2: uh, the other thing that we're uh, keeping an eye on, um, we're, we're always keeping an eye on Created Equals protests. Uh, Ohio Right to Life, on the other hand, has been pushing
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: a national uh, campaign. There's definitely a movement to try and push later term abortion bans. Uh, we mm-hmm. already see... Uh, 20-week abortion bans introduced in the Ohio legislature. Mm -hmm. The lame duck session, uh, for those uh, who don't know the term lame duck, it's after the election when the legislature comes in at the very last part of the year, Mm -hmm. they act like a lame duck. Um, they act like general jerks. Actually,
0: It should just be jerk asshole season, but you know we have to call it something that can jerks. Be. <laughs> Yes. Uh,
2: so so we're we're expecting that the legislature will probably try and push some kind of an abortion ban during the lame duck season. Mm-hmm. It very well may be the. They have so ban. many to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> they do. Um, you know the other thing is we also have a lot of proactive pieces mm-hmm. of legislation that are guaranteed mm-hmm. to get hearings because That's they were introduced. Cool. So we might see. Uh, Probably all in one day. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of our champions testifying before committees uh, Mm -hmm. to talk about the value of providing uh, increased access to affordable abortion care. Yeah. Um, So as Rachel Maddow says, watch this space for Mm -hmm. uh, for lame duck. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, should we close it up and do Let's Get It On? You want to (laughs) sing?
1: Let's get on. There we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've been having a lot of really um, awesome phone banks. Um, thank you all for coming out. Uh, we're going to continue having them all the way up until the election. Um, then, of course, also we're going to need you all to come out for lame duck. Um, you know, if you're interested in testifying, you want to write testimony. Um, you know, we're very happy to help help you write it. Um, not me, Jamie and Gabe are <laughs> um, to help you, but we would love to have people. You know, the more the merrier people come out and share their stories because I think that's important for legislators to hear yes um so again if you want to do that that will be really awesome and also like I said come out to the phone banks uh right now the last poll I saw was that Trump was on top here in Ohio so mm-hmm. you know what we need to do we can't yeah. play around with this it's very serious um so yeah you need to be making phone calls right now <laughs> um and you can volunteer so Contact me at volunteer at ProChoiceOhio.org. Again, that's volunteer at ProChoiceOhio.org. Our phone number is 614-221-2594.
2: Or 1-800-GO-NARAL. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) That one's really easy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. So everybody Mm -hmm. volunteer. uh, Watch the debate tonight. And we'll see you um, maybe later this week. Mm -hmm. Okay. Since it's a Monday. Yes. So (laughs) we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.